Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to another happy pod. A podcast that is hosted by me, Nathan Bauer, and my friend, Lawrence Heisey, who is engaged to be married, so ladies, he's off the market, and he has been for about a year now. Hello, Lawrence. How are you? I'm fine, Nathan, but no one cares about that. Nathan, they care. They care about what the podcast is. Uh, So what is this podcast, Nathan? What do we do? Oh, he's turned it on me this week. Interesting. Well, this is a podcast where we discuss all things in pop culture and try to do so without the ongoing toxic discourse that is so prevalent today. We don't always succeed at that, but we do have a good time doing it. See how efficient and and succinct that was, Lawrence? (laughs) I do, but words were were tough for you there, were they? (laughs) Shut the fuck up. You could... Learn a thing or two. I could. I was quite me. impressed with that. I was. I was. I kind of thought at one point you were going to trail off so that I could pick up the other end of it. But then you you didn't give me the whole. You know, we don't always succeed part. You just took that. So now I've got nothing. You don't need. Well, you swung it back at me. So I. Well, if you're swinging at me, I'm going to take it. Yeah, it's true. But I, I usually leave you the arse end so that you've got some in afterwards. No, you leave me the arse end because you're shit at it. And don't know what you're <laughs> yeah, I forget the arse end and you pick it up. Exactly. So that's what this is. And we're here to talk about something, and I'll be honest, I forgot what it is like four different times today. (laughs) Have you not rewatched it since it came out? No, no, I watched it once like about almost two weeks ago now. You're a naughty, naughty boy who doesn't put in any work for his podcast. I watched, it was less than two weeks ago, alright? Answer me this, do you have anything written down? No, there it is. There a, it is. Not a single letter. That's because you know. That's because you know that I've been coming in with my talking points recently. My little bullet yeah, points. Well, I prefer a loose structure. <laughs> and with that being said, it's time to return to our recurring segment, which is part of our regimented structure. It's time for this. 
another happy question. If you don't know what we do, what I do is I pose Nathan a question at the start of the episode. It could be... <gasps> I ran out of air for a second there. Yeah, what the fuck happened there? You know, you know when you start on a trail and then you forget, like, oh, I got taken some air at some point here. But, like, you're, you're, you're in a rolling sentence and it's going on. You haven't paused for the full stop break. That just came out of nowhere. <laughs> he was just talking. And then all of a sudden you gasped. You know that episode in Spongebob where he goes to Sandy's little space and she's she just has a little dome that's got air, uh, air and no water and he can't uh, breathe? Yeah. That's what I feel like. <laughs> I don't need it. <laughs> you've, been, you've been mentioning Spongebob a lot lately. What's going on? Mate, I've been, doing, I've been mentioning Spongebob. I've been putting Spongebob in a load of my edits. I don't know why. I just keep remembering... A bunch of Spongebob specific memes. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. Um, Alright, what's your silly little question? Uh, so, yeah, to finish what I was saying, uh, I posed Nathan a question at the start of every episode. It could be a hypothetical. It could be a, you know, what would you do in this situation, which is <laughs> a hypothetical. Uh, it could be a yes or a no. It could be something completely unrelated or it could be related to the um, to the thing that we're talking about. And then I give Nathan 40 minutes, which is the rough time we record for. And then at the end of the episode, he will answer the question. And I'll be honest, Nathan, it's a bit loosey-goosey this, this, this time. Um, Won't expect anything less. Hey, come on now. I've had some good ones recently, but I've took, I took my foot off the pedal. It's not true. Yes, it's not, to be honest. Um, so I've, I've put down that we did the MCU last week. So I, yeah, I could go for like, would you greenlight another special? What, what monster would you, you know, all of the boring shit that no one cares about. Uh, I couldn't think of anything exciting. So it's the perfect excuse for me to just check up on my homie and just ask a very simple question. How you doing, Nathan? Wow. Hey, go on. Yeah. I'm checking up on my home. It's nice. <laughs> if you hadn't brought up the question this week, I would be almost convinced that you completely forgot about it. <laughs> and then we're just like, shit, fuck. Uh, how are you? <laughs> that's that's a question. Technically, you can't prove that it isn't. So. <laughs> I forgot about it last week, didn't I? It was like, it's, like, it's like 10 minutes into the episode that I remembered to actually ask you. Possibly. Yeah. Well, anyway. We'll never know for sure. You've got some time to think about how you are, Nathan. But today, we are here to talk about uh, Werewolf by Night by the Stroke of Midnight. Thoughts? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, you're not, you're not relying on my notes this time, right? <laughs> no, I just I thought, given the way humans talk, that there might be more to that sentence. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not good at that. I, I was pausing to take in air so I didn't repeat my faux pas. <laughs> But, oh, great. but then okay. I didn't have anything else to say. <laughs> okay, lovely. Great. So just just stop in the middle of a sentence because why not? I feel, sure. I feel like I ended it something there. We, You know, it's a fact. It's a statement. We are here to talk about Werewolf by Night. Yes, okay. But the, it was more your speech pattern, the way you, your dialogue uh, infliction and that sort of stuff. My cadence was off. Exactly. Words we sure. know because we went <laughs> and studied drama. I was yes. about to say we went to drama school. We didn't. We went, we, didn't. we went to a very low on the list London university. <laughs> Lists do not mean shit all. Very quick tangent. I went to the number one university in the country for drama. Fucking hated it. Dropped out after a year. Had the worst time ever. Went to, uh, then took a year out. Went to a university that was ranked so much fucking lower, but had an amazing time. And you met me. De- well, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> But rankings, every <laughs> there's always some drawback. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see. That's fine. rankings don't mean shit. Don't worry about them. Do what's best for you. I feel like they. I feel like they matter a little bit. No, they don't. I mean, to an employer, maybe. To oh, fuck, I've got a job. I've got a good job. That's true. You've got a 
a fake job, but still. <laughs> it's not a fake. Nathan, I get paid real money and I work real time. We are talking about Werewolf by Night, though, and this time I'm going to keep the sentence rolling until you have something to say. Werewolf by Night is something that I have seen. <laughs> that is a fact. We can both agree on that. Um, no, all right, fine. If you want to fucking have my notes, have my fucking notes. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll start off. Werewolf by Night is something that I wasn't really aware of or knew anything about until, like, it pretty much came out. Like, I saw something about it a few weeks earlier. They're like, oh, yeah, there's this weird little Halloween thing. And I was like, oh, oh excuse me. Oh, we're on your time, are we? My dad's messaged me. You got any plans for Christmas Day, son? We booked Ruse for Christmas dinner. You're welcome to join us, mate. I don't know what ruse is. Maybe it, maybe this is a ruse, and you're going to arrive to a restaurant on Christmas Day and no one's going to be there. Your dad's going to be seven whiskeys down laughing to himself. <laughs> yeah, what a great practical joke by my dad. <laughs> Ruin your son's Christmas for a very merry time. <laughs> for no reason at all. You, you, you pull the cracker with a waiter and it just says, you're alone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm here. <laughs> Thanks, Cracker. Um, what was I saying? Werewolf by Night is a show or a movie, or not even, somewhere in between. Yeah. It's a shoovy, and <laughs> it's something that I wasn't really aware of. Would you say that now you're a werewolf of it? I would exclusively say that I'm a werewolf of it, yeah. <laughs> That's that's the only way I could possibly describe it. I understand. Well, then I guess our job here is done. So thank, yeah. <laughs> thanks everyone for listening. See you next week. No, it was right. I I hadn't really heard of it, but one thing I learned about it after the time. Let me take you, <laughs> let me take you on a little journey, um, and you can you can enjoy this. You are right. you are a movie critic that has gone to a prestigious film festival. Oh. Okay. okay. Is this what's this? Is this a hypothetical scenario? No, this is this is what happened to actual critics. But I'm I'm painting the picture in, you know. Giving you the details. Alright. So I'm a movie critic. The only person I know that would challenge the premise of... of... Well, I don't know what's going on. Right, okay. For... Not to, so there's not a movie to come, have your world come crashing down. Movie is this critics. Another hap- is this another another? No, this is not. This on? is what happened, Nathan. Right. <laughs> Basically, a bunch of critics gathered for a very prestigious film festival. I don't know which one. I believe it's called... Cannes. No, I think it's called TIFF, but I don't know what TIFF stands for. Oh, TIFF. That's uh, Toronto International Film Festival. I probably could have worked that out from context, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's a major city and then international film festival? Um, yeah. so they all went there, um, and apparently every year they do this thing where they have a, uh, a secret screening, which you don't know what it is. You can only you know hope that you get there in time, and often it's where they have... You know, they they launch great movies, and a lot of people like to go to those screenings. Cineworld also do a secret screening if you're unlimited members. Probably not the same thing, though. Thanks. Have they hired you? Because they've got they're almost bankrupt. <laughs> Nathan, Maybe. please use your extremely illustrious platform to spread the word of Cineworld. It's about to be more illustrious soon, baby. Why? Oh, bloody, bloody wait and see, everyone. Um, yeah. So uh, basically, all of them lined up. They all got their tickets. They all got there. No one knew what it was, even to the point of being sat down. And then obviously, you get the studio logos come up. Can you imagine all the critics? All the all the all the moustache twirlers being sat at their prestigious illustrious film festival. They'd all be like, oh, absolutely not. I'm not having any of this. <laughs> For fuck's sake. I come I come here for 
the thrills and the the epic highs and lows <laughs> of <say> cinema. <laughs> no, no, not this roller coaster ride nonsense that is <laughs> the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> this isn't cinema. Boo, I say. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they all sat down. The Marvel logos, you can picture the dun 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 dun, dun. that came on and apparently all of them just what went the fuck was that was that was that the Marvel? That was a little Marvel fanfare. Was it? Well, I, look, I I I took out a few bits of it because I, I was the, I in my head most of it, it no, I'd imagine. Yeah, but in real time I was like does Nathan want me to do an entire 30 second rendition I don't, of yeah, oh, okay. I do. I want you to do the whole thing. Da, da, da. That's nothing to do. That was way off. That was something entirely different. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, it keeps slipping into Game of Thrones. It does. Yes, that's it. That's it. Yeah. But we know what we're trying to do, though, because there's a little bit that's similar no I didn't I stayed on Marvel it's just similar so alright so hold on so a bunch of theatre nonces cinema nonces went to a film festival and they went to a secret screening they didn't know what they were seeing they were presumably very excited because this is where Big films have been shown in the past, yeah. I assume, and they're excited to see what comes up, and then Kevin comes up, <laughs> and he's like, watch this, you cunts. <laughs> I, don't, then, I don't know if he gets an intro. Can you can you imagine if he does? He's just wearing his baseball cap, and he's like, surprise, nerds, it's me. <laughs> yeah. We've locked the doors. <laughs> it's me, the king of blockbuster. <laughs> oh, that's right. You thought you were getting a different aspect ratio? Well, fuck you. Here we go. Yeah. This is fine. Oh dear, Nathan. <laughs> what a sad, sullen statement that is. What? That's, have you got nothing else to say other than it's fine? <laughs> no, it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> it's... I, I think... Look, it's it's fun, kind of. It's um, short. Yeah. It's, it's less than an hour. I think so. That's great, um, but it's a little boring. Do you think? And yeah, I think if it was longer, it could have used the runtime to. If if this was a whole movie, if this was like you know a ninety minute thing, it could have used some extra time to maybe give us a bit more werewolf, maybe in the middle, rather than just all of it at the end. Um, mm. But then it, it's it's right. It's a difficult premise as well, just in the sense of it, because once he's a werewolf. How do you turn him back and then turn him back again? Like, it, it's the thing, isn't you it? Don't. It's the ticket of yeah. the end of the movie. Um, yeah. So I, I know I know where you're coming from, but I thought... I, I realised when I was watching this that I kind of... We, we spoke about it last week, but the MCU burnout is a very big thing, right? There, it, yeah. There's, there's too much, and often there's too much, of a very similar-natured type of thing. Yeah. Um, and I... The most fun I've had is like we spoke about last week with She-Hulk when they experimented and did something completely different and it yes. and it melted a lot of people's brains. Um I watched this before I'd caught up on all of She-Hulk. Um or even started. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd I'd semi started it. Um 
um, but I, I basically I watched She-Hulk and Werewolf by Night very close together, and I just it it, it kind of reinvigorated my love for it and like you know in a cinematic universe it should be the fact that it's a universe right like shit can be different they can experiment with different kind of stuff it it doesn't all have to be a punch and a kick and a and a glowy fist beam and a you you know what i mean it's funny that you chose everything that happens in this well no no right yeah there's a fight sequence in it because it's a it's a thing it's that like i said it's a werewolf thing imagine imagine if you turned into the werewolf and then went i renounce this evil and just howled on the moon and fucked off i loved it no i like this i i think i think this was fun i definitely for especially for michael giacchino as well who i'm sure we'll talk about yes this is a great starting point for his directorial career not sure i agree hmm. really because i you are right in that it is something new for the MCU. Yeah. And it's something different. Um, and I think that on its own is good and should be celebrated and should definitely be explored more. Yeah. Variety and something new is always good. I personally, this just wasn't something I cared for. I think I have no love, no nostalgia. I could not give less of a fuck <laughs> about the old Hollywood horror yeah. Universal monster movies. <laughs> you know, like uh, the man thing from Mars or <laughs> the mummy from outer space or all that bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, 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 I like how you, 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 you went for one pre-existing Marvel thing that's in this yeah. and then the yeah. mummy from space, which I think is completely made up. It's two different things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. <laughs> but like, I, I just, I just don't care. I, about... but I think that's that. Is that is that not interesting? In it? I know, it, right? No, the, no. <laughs> right. The best, <laughs> not to me. No, but the best thing about variety is it's something different, and you're free to like that change or dislike it. But yes, but it yeah, but it absolutely. also means that the next project down the line that they choose to kind of maybe they do another special presentation next October, and maybe that's something that pays homage to something you love. Yeah, but the trouble is, Lawrence, we're not talking about that. Yeah, I know, I know. About this. No, but I mean, like, I'm, I, I guess I'm speaking more about like the the idea and the. Co- I lo- basically, I love that they put money behind this rather than when. Yeah, okay. Let's allocate let's... the budget to let's distribute it a bunch of bunk to a bunch of other episodes of whatever the fuck. I mean, that is kind of what I said. I, I yeah. did say that like it is something that should be explored more. Yeah, and I, and I do like the idea of them doing that. It's just that this personally for me wasn't something I liked because, like I say, couldn't give less a fuck about. Couldn't give less of a fuck about the whole Hollywood horror nostalgia. I don't care. This it's it's just seems like like artistic choices are great and sure artistic choices should be explored. You, I absolutely respect doing something different. But then one thing I don't like is just I don't know how to phrase this. Like nostalgia for nostalgia's sake is just like okay. Let's make this look like an old movie. Why? I, I I guess it's more of a question because I think I I know what you're trying to say, but I want to fine tune it in terms of: Do you think this was filmed and then they went, you know, let's make it old, or do you think it was always the vision? No, I think it was always the vision. Yeah, and I think that's evident in the design of the werewolf. Yeah. first of all, um, and then how it it's quite gory. Yeah, as well. For, there's for a there's an amazing thing. quote from Michael Giacchino that said uh, it was obviously it's his first time. Obviously, right, all his work is pretty much done outside of set, right? He won't really go in unless he's speaking to a director or whatever. 
Um, because you know as composing go it doesn't happen on the studio and he was like I kept putting more blood in and his quote was no one told me to stop so I went cool (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty cool yeah I I think the reason they can get away with it though is because it's not red yeah obviously that's that's why because it's because of black and white it's it allows them to to do that sort of stuff Um, it's flicking on the camera and stuff like it's cool Um, is it is it cool or is it just look? It's an old movie. Like, what's the difference between this, yeah, and La La Land when they go to the fucking observatory? I guess I I draw the line at I I hate it when a movie tells me that it cares about something and then goes I should care about it as well, right? This you're absolutely right. This is very much a case of if you have no nostalgia for it, if you are just not interested in that genre of film. Yeah, you yeah. you probably aren't going to care about it because it's designed to the minute detail to be a complete homage to it. What I yeah. don't like in La La Land is it's a modern day musical about a guy that loves jazz and a woman that loves old cinema, and then they go to that, but they, but it's not worked into the plot. They literally just drive to famous film locations and go. Now let's float. It's it's not. Yeah. I don't think it's properly implemented. Whereas this, you couldn't remove any of it. Like in La La Land, you can get rid of a lot of the nostalgia. It still works mm-hmm. as a pretty simple movie. Yeah, but in this, it's so richly implemented in all of it that I think this can't become anything else. If you wanted to reshoot parts of this and change it around, you would need to pretty much redo the entire thing down to a set design level, down to a lighting choice. Because like, it's what it's why I think it's interesting. Like the black and white stuff, it, it's so clearly not just a filter they've slapped on because it's, you know, the the whites are shot in a way that they are completely overexposed and they look amazing. Like that effect of man thing crushing people's skulls into like gas that looks great yeah um but i yeah i just think i i, I guess my question um because i i kind of brought it up as well you said this is i guess kind of like maybe a, a good start to michael giacchino's directing career do you not think even though it might not have been for you choice wise i think this was infinitely more creative than a lot of directors have had maybe the potential to explore yes y- yes absolutely it's definitely something that i mean you it's evident from the beginning that the, it's definitely creatively and and visually different and everything like that yeah how much of that is down to giacchino i don't know is is that something that was baked in from the get-go from the concept or is that something that he brought to it and wanted to do well the the, the directorial flair i mean i guess i i, I might I, I don't know because obviously i wasn't in the meetings and whatever no. but i think my way of looking at it is i think it's it's clear when you look at things that we've got and then the difference being they've hired a completely different director that's never worked with them on a, never directed anything so it couldn't have worked with them on a directorial level before and this yeah. is infinitely more stylized and clearly down has clearly brought a vision and upheld it and it hasn't been you know trimmed down it hasn't been altered as far as we can tell or if it has it hasn't been to the point where it dilutes the original vision i'd imagine yeah i don't know i just think this is I think it's creatively done. I think it's. I think it's quite clearly his vision, given that he directed it, and he's he scored it as well. So like, there's pretty much nothing going on in this that hasn't got his say so. And obviously, it would have been filtered through Marvel's team of producers and etc. But I think it mostly boils down to him. Yeah. Oh, uh, I like Michael Giacchino. I think he's he's for me. He's the next John Williams. Yeah. Like uh, personally, I think his scores are just incredible, and I and I don't think there's anyone else necessarily working today 
who, uh, besides John Williams, who gets to the same height. <laughs> he's retired um, now, John Williams, isn't he? I think. He, well, he, John Williams says he's retired like every time, but then there'll be a new Star Wars project and I'll be like, oh, I'm going to do one more theme for yeah. this. Am I fuck letting anyone else get their grubby uh, mitts on an iconic character? He'll do, yeah, he'll do like, I reckon he'll do like one more theme for Indiana Jones. Yeah. Like, oh, I never got to do a theme for Indiana's dog or whatever. <laughs> so he'll... He'll come back and he'll do that. Yeah, <laughs> that's then, probably very true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. But I think um, my I think Michael G. G. Kino will take his place because he's good. He's is incredible. Um, directing is obviously something new for him. I don't know if I would like to see more. No, that's mean. I would. Sure. Let's give him another chance. I can't judge it based solely on this. <laughs> you say another chance like this was a fucking pants flop. Like this, this it's still good. Like it's it was just it was just an hour of nothing. It wasn't though. It, was I, I, it was just boring. Right, but but just, because it wasn't for you, I had to, I I had to stop myself so much from just pulling out Twitter on my phone and just scrolling through and seeing what shenanigans Liz Truss was getting up to this week. <laughs> I know what you're saying because it's it's a slow burner and it's an hour long and it's. I like a slow burn. I love a slow burn. All right, that's not my issue with it. It's just that there was nothing in it that was appealing to me or interesting. There was. It was just. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it really. Good thing I'm doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's good thing. Good thing <laughs> our whole thing here isn't to articulate our feelings on it. Um, all right. So uh, something I guess I want to I want to ask. Do you think there's a difference between it not being for you and you thinking it's boring. It's not going to be boring for everyone. That's yeah. not what I'm saying. Oh, I guess we don't we don't deal with fucking ob- something's objectively this or that. I suppose. No, yeah. no, it's 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 boring for me. <laughs> I'm not saying this is bad, and everyone who likes it is an idiot. That's not what I'm saying. Just me personally. Was that a dig at me? No. Was that? Why would that be a dig? Was that at a dig you? at me? Because I said that. I said that in the fucking. You you weren't there to rein me in. I did that in the nope podcast right i said if you don't understand this you're an idiot and you text me the next day saying you little little smug smug cunt yeah <laughs> yeah a bit, a bit snobby of you uh, i'm glad that's i'm glad i freshly brought that up then if that wasn't a dig at me i'm glad i put it back in your mind <laughs> no that, that wasn't a dig at you it's just i'm just saying that like yeah i it's it's not people are gonna have different opinions on it and from what i can gather a lot of people seem to enjoy this i think yeah it's, think it's been really well received reaction, is quite good. Talk to me about what you love about it, then, because clearly this is the best thing ever. <laughs> you, I feel man. like I feel like you've been playing devil's advocate recently. All these, I don't, I don't like Top Gun. I don't like this because Top Gun's a bad movie, objectively. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I'm, I've gone rogue. He didn't say Top Gun Maverick though, so that's all right. Um, uh, Top Gun Maverick 2022 is a bad movie, objectively. Was it 22? Yeah, it was 2022. Damn. Okay. Was this year? You dickhead. Oh, I forget. It, I mean. It was made like a million years ago or whatever. Um, that was a joke. It's not objective. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> You've, I've just gained a few more years of my life now that that stress has been lifted. Um, right. Basically, I, I've already said the the main reason I like it is because it's just a breath of fresh air. Whether you like whether yeah, whether you whether you like it or not, it's different. You can't argue that it's very different. Um, yes. as noted by the text you sent me saying I just watched Werewolf by Night and I don't know what I was expecting but it wasn't that um, yeah. which made me laugh um, <laughs> I, I, right, I liked a couple of things I really really liked how it was only an hour long nice breezy thing uh, to, to get through um, I like that it has no 
real stakes. It's not really like massively connected. It's not wrapped up yeah. in any other shit. Um, yeah. To the point where you don't even know when it's set. Could be anytime. Could be anywhere. Um, I really like it. It takes. It only is an hour long, but it does so much with that hour. In terms of like, I know who that. I know who Elsa Bloodstone is. I know what her relationship with her family's like. I thought all the characters in this, even like a select few of like the kind of the oddball weirdos that are there. Um, I, I like. I thought they all had like a strong oddball weirdo presence especially the the scottish guy who's like i've got loads of kills me and then just got his head fucking caved in um i liked i I like the subversion of it being a big monster hunting situation um but the the two monsters quote-unquote monsters were just the friendliest dudes there um and just up for a good time unless you fucked around with them (laughs) and then you die um no i I, was a second monster Man Thing and the Werewolf. Oh, the Werewolf. Yeah, okay. the actual quote unquote werewolf. Um I've seen a lot of people say that this is like a really good um uh, this this will be interesting to get your take on. Um I've seen a lot of people say that this is a really nice metaphor for the state of immigration, like specifically in the US. Um like basically a a cult of devoted weirdos. I like the idea of them locking people away into cages for just being different to what they consider to and perceive to be the norm, even though these people are not monsters and just very nice people that won't be given the chance to be heard. Um, mm. So I don't know what what do, what do you make of that? I think it's quite a, an apt metaphor. I think it works. Uh, that's the first time I heard that. I hadn't thought about that. I hadn't heard anything about that before. Um, yeah, I, I think it... I, I, I should point out. I don't know if that's what was intended. There's been no comment yeah. on that, but it's. I've okay. seen a lot of people throw that about. Well, art is subjective, and if that's what it means to some people, then that's what it means, and it's definitely an interpretation of it. Um, yeah, I can I can definitely see how you can um, get that from it, and it mostly works with it, I think. Do you like the characters in it? Well, you said it was boring, so what, what, and mainly that, I'd imagine, was because there's not a ton of stuff that happens, but you get a lot of character conversations, so what did you make of them? Um... Characters were fine, if a little... I don't want to say two-dimensional, but... Oh, really? Yeah, I just thought that, like... Well, this guy is called Jack Russell, and he turns into a dog. Yeah, all right, but that's a a dumb (laughs) name, isn't it? That's a dumb comic name. Everyone's got a dumb comic name. That is true. Everyone does have a dumb comic name. Um, Look... There was not. I don't think there was much to Jack personally. Okay, he didn't grow or anything. He didn't. No, he was a little. He was a little bland. He was like from the moment he arrived at the the party, the event, whatever it is. He was like, oh, he's he's clearly, he's clearly like infiltrating. He's like not part of this group whatsoever. Like, yeah, he's clearly here to. He was obviously uh, uncomfortable being there, kind of thing. Yes, yeah. he's not one of these guys. Yeah. Really, and that was evident from the beginning. Um, Elsa was probably the best of the characters, yeah. But again, uh, I don't know. There was just there was nothing that I really connected with in them. There was nothing that necessarily made me care for them or their fate all that much. This is hard to describe. I recently played through both of the Last of Us games. Yeah, okay? yeah. Last of Us Part One and Part Two. Both are, in my opinion, 
masterpieces mm-hmm. in terms of character writing and even in characters who aren't necessarily the forefront of a story as well. Play him through part two. I'm not going to give any spoilers for anyone who hasn't played it, but I realized how much I fucking adore the character of Dina. Yeah. And how amazing of a character she is. Yeah. Um, And she's not the forefront of that story at all. She's not a main character. She's a secondary character. But still, with everything that goes on, um, with her character and how she relates to to the main characters in the game, you you can glean and get so much about her and about why she does things and what those things, what the impact of those things is, and how that ultimately affects her in the end and everything like that. Mm. It's 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 beautifully written and it's and there's so much given in such little sequences, such short sequences that you get with her. And it's done really well. This is just like... And here's a character. They're pretty cool at fighting. I don't, I don't and know. And they want to get a sword. I, right. I... <laughs> or, a, or a stone or whatever. No, I, I, right, I can see where you're coming from. But I also think you're you're boiling down to the basics. I think there's stuff that... I, I completely agree with you. Like, And my, my, my main arguing point to that was going to be... Uh, you know, you have 25 hours of, of Dina... But you don't. Also, you. But you don't. Yeah, you get you, you get her in small increments within within yes. twenty five hours. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I, I I can see where you're coming from, but I also think you do get. It's interesting you say that you know it it you only get small moments of Dina, but you can you can gauge a lot from her. You get insights into her her background, um, her and her sister's relationship, her yeah, um, all of all of the. I haven't played it in a while, but like I'd imagine you get a lot of hidden tidbits to find out more. Um, yeah. And I, I think I think that's the same can be said for Elsa, uh, Elsa specifically. Maybe not Jack. The opening minutes, uh, you get the 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 stepmum, the kind of the person hosting these 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 sacred hunts or whatever the fuck. Um, she's she's told, oh, she's here, and f- like straight away, for, just from two words, you can gauge this is like it's it it's no, oh, she's here. Whereas everyone else had this grand entrance, big sliding doors. She just struts in. There's a great mini scene because everything is so quick in this because it's it hasn't got a lot of time to fuck around where you you gauge so much you know like she's like you know 10 years without training and she's like no 10 years without his training my dad's training i left i think you get a lot of backstory to her and why she would maybe not even want this um blood is it is her name bloodstone and the thing is actually called bloodstone (laughs) Bloodstone. Okay, yeah, that is a dumb comic name, isn't it? Um, I think that's I think that's why the family is called Bloodstone. Oh, maybe, yeah, because um, it's always been part of their family. Yeah, so I, I like the idea that she's gone back, and it's maybe not something she even gives too much of a fuck about, but just purely to spite her family, she'll go back and win it all. And and that, and that's evident from the fact that she tells Jack she's going to take the stone and fuck off, but then she sits in the house and stays there when when everyone's dead, and tells the butler. Yeah. Get on with it. Clean up your shit. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think I can see where you're coming from with Jack, but I also don't think he's the character that needs to have growth. He's very clearly who he is. But he, I mean, you can have a stagnant protagonist, the, though. You can. He's the title character. Though. No, I, I get that, but you can have. Do you not think that if if you're if you're selling a show or a movie or whatever this is on a character, you're literally naming it after this character, that that character should be interesting or but I, I don't know I, th- I think he's interesting in a different way I, I like, like that he's kind of he's, it seems like he's kind of hunting monsters but to free them uh, yeah it's a bit vague on it but it's yeah. it's hunting them for good purposes 
yeah, if that is in fact what's happening, that's kind of interesting, I guess. But again, not something that's really explored all that much. It's just something that's hinted at, really. But I, th- I think I don't know. I, I like the the bits of character we do get. The scene with him and Elsa mm. in the tomb when they're when they're locked in for a brief bit. Like, I'll be honest, that was some that was a part where I was trying to stay away from Twitter. Ah, oh, so, see that. Ah, you fucking brain rot boy um, no I just I think in those moments you get insights into him yeah he doesn't grow he doesn't learn but it's also an hour long and where's the opportunity especially if well then no, but, do more than an hour no, is my yeah, to that. yeah obviously but then you know we all wish we could have more of this well I do um, I, I just think in terms of like sometimes in stories like these a stagnant protagonist is a good choice because he's there to build the world around him he's the fact that he's a werewolf but also just basically boils down to a nice guy that transforms into a werewolf yes i like the fact that he shows the hypocrisy and the monster hunters that think they're freeing these souls from from these innocent people but they're more monstrous than he is because he's just a good guy yeah yeah and i i like all of that and i think if you have him go on a big arc like if you you lose a, a portion of that clear show of hypocrisy there what did you think of the design of the dog of the dog it was basically just a dog wasn't it um i like it i i think it's a great choice especially because very clearly just him with some fur on him yeah um and i think that's a cool choice um one not only because it pays homage to the whole thing that they're doing the whole universal monster movie situation um but also it's just different it's just a different thing the mcu has no shortage of big CGI, bigger than slightly like seven foot CGI creatures. It doesn't need any more of them. Uh, no, it doesn't. Could make it look a little bit better though. But I, I think it's intentionally like that. Like, yeah, I know. And I, and again, this is just where it comes down to me just not caring. What would you? Because, what would like, you have preferred yeah, design wise? I don't like werewolves that are just big CGI dogs. Yeah, like Lupin in Harry Potter or the one in Doctor Who. I don't know. I can't give you a specific example because I can't remember one right now. Um, but just basically, sounds like you're always something... unhappy with werewolves, Nathan. What's your what's Maybe your I what's know. your gripe with them? Maybe I just hate werewolves. <laughs> no, but I think a, a good mixture of between man and dog is good, like a werewolf, because that's what it is. It's both man and dog. Do you dog. not think that you get this... that with a man covered in hair? No, you get a man covered in hair. <laughs> That's what you you just get a hairy bloke. <laughs> That's all you've got. You just got a big hairy bloke. You've got a fucking a poor man's Wookie is what you've got here. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's brilliant. I, That's very I, accurate. I'll give you that. Yeah. I just I just don't think it was a good design. And again, I I get it. I get it's the yeah. the homage to universal horror. That it's intentionally a bit shit, but then the trouble with making it intentionally look a bit shit is that it's going to look a bit shit. <laughs> it's better, so. I guess, especially by today's standard. Well, like when when you know when Universal monster movies were coming out, like forties, fifties, sixties, whatever. Like everyone yeah. was like, "Wow, that is a man dog. That is great." Yeah. Whereas now, uh, when you now, when people know better, yeah. yeah. I think my issue with this sort of stuff. Where's Iron Man? Said Nathan. <laughs> no, no, I actually think the opposite. I think this should never connect to the MCU stuff. Yeah. Like, if this, if fucking, I don't know, Nick Fury showed up and recruited the werewolf into the <laughs> Avengers at the end of this, I'd have been like, no, this is awful. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Keep it separate, I think. 
Um, but what I was going to say was I think what it comes that my issue with this sort of stuff and the whole the homage and the nostalgia and all that sort of stuff is you know what I'm like when it comes to wanting Iron Man back. No fuck off. <laughs> no, I I think like so in um in film criticism and just the ongoing pop culture discussion. Yeah. There's there there's always this kind of running theme um regardless of the conversation just in in movies and stuff in general the older is better and new is bad older is always better and new is bad original star wars movies better new ones bad old practical effects better new stuff bad yeah. and I, and that's something i very much reject i i don't like that idea at all i think there are filmmaking and stuff has evolved and it has changed but just because it's changed and they're not using the same techniques as they used to doesn't mean it's worse, okay? Mm. Sure, there's some stuff which does look better practical. There's also some stuff which does look better CG. It's just how you use the tools that are given to you, yeah. okay? Um, and this, I think it does, not fully intentionally, but I think it does feed into just a little bit of old stuff is better, so let's do old stuff. And... In doing that, just completely ignores all the new filming techniques and stuff that we've learned over the years, which helps to craft and enhance your movies. It's it's kind of like cutting your nose off to spite your face, if that makes sense. <laughs> like we're gonna make it look a little bit shit because that's yeah. how it looked in the old days, and older is better, as we know. Oh, you me- does that make any kind of no, sense? No, it does, and make no mistake. I think nostalgia porn is a big fucking hindrance. Um, especially when it comes to pushing the envelope forward and exp- and you know trying new things out because in fifty years' time, what will we be doing if not repeating ourselves, repeating ourselves from years back now? Um, yeah. So I definitely I definitely agree with you on some extent, um, but I also think I, I I completely agree. But I guess my argument to that, and I, it's not really more of a direct argument because I take your point, but I think the reason why people have leaned so heavily into enjoying this and it's been so well received by film critics and just average mcu viewers alone is we've had a large portion of that we've had we've had you know the the badly rendered cgi cars and like the very clearly obvious green screen going on and like i i think that marvel marvel being owned by disney one of the richest companies in the world certainly the fucking overbearing media conglomerate in the in 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 life right it just you know there's about four media companies that own pretty much the entirety of art as we know it (laughs) um not great no not great um but i i think there's definitely an argument to be made that we've had the new way for a long time and it's been not done correctly there are don't get me wrong there are people out there pushing the envelope forward and doing an amazing job but when studios become complacent and become lazy, when they lean so heavily into the opposite or something that's just different from the norm, it's appreciated more. Okay, but then do you not think that if there has been so much recently of doing it the new way and it being not necessarily great, is the answer to then do it the old way? No, which is no, not, not at all. That great no, as well. no, not no. I yeah, I, and that's what I'm saying. This was partially more just a counterpoint. I don't disagree with what you're saying. Um, I think there's definitely 
I think I think there is room in this for a healthier mix of modern filmmaking techniques utilized to enhance the the present. But they're, they're, but you know, not to discredit that there are ways of doing that. You know, but I take your point. They've they've clearly shot on digital and then added a film grain. They've yeah. they've intentionally with all the money in the world given a set department stuff that looks deliberately bad. No, I, 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 I see I see where you're coming from and I, I don't really have a, a rebuttal to it. It is a it's a fair point. Man thing was pretty cool, I guess. Man thing was pretty cool. I liked yeah. um I I always like it when you you know you take a big take a big scary thing and you give it a silly name. <laughs> Which is I mean it is his actual man name. Man thing. But yeah. no, but not even man thing, just be like Oh, it was like called Terry or something. Ted, yeah. <laughs> oh, Ted, that was it, yeah. I, I would have preferred Terry, I think now. Um, but yeah, I, I like that he's just like, if you call him Ted, he'll kind of recognize you as a friend. So when she, she encounters him and she's like, you have a lovely name and you can just see him be like, huh? What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. Um, good design as well. Yeah. He looks good. He, that was a good design. Okay. The, see, this is the thing. It's weird because they're trying to do both. They're, they have like a good monster design and then they're like, oh, but now let's. Let's do a shit one. Yeah. No, I, I see it. Again, I don't necessarily think it's shit, but I see where you're coming from. They're, they've intentionally made it worse. Yes. Um, and maybe not even... I, maybe they didn't define it by making it worse. Maybe they were making it classic or whatever. But it, it does naturally just look like you have less of a budget because you've super glued... It's just a bloke. Yeah, you've super glued yeah. hair to a bloke. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I see where you're coming from. They are attempting both. I think... Um, the one thing that I did love in this is when it flipped back to color. Um, it, it's it's given whilst there's somewhere over the rainbow played because it was very subtle. <laughs> yeah, it was very subtle, <laughs> and even the um, it, but even that what I what I did enjoy in it um, was the the color that brought back was in spirit of um, the Wizard of Oz, very Technicolor, yeah. very over colored, saturated. Yeah, and stuff, yeah. Um, but I look, it, whatever you want to say about it, yes, it's a not so subtle nod. Yeah. It looks. It does look really nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is good. I did not yeah. also think that jacket was red. I thought it was a black jacket. <laughs> I did. I also thought it was a black jacket as well. I was quite surprised to see it. I like that it ends with um, um, the the kind of inclination that uh, Man Thing and the werewolf are mates when they're both monstered up. Um, I mean, I guess Man Thing is always monstered up, but yeah. the werewolf clearly was like. Where's, where's, where's my boys at? And, and went and got himself in a tent and was like, fucking rough night for me. <laughs> and then he, he woke up and he had a coffee or whatever. Like, I like all of that. That's fun. That's going to be me and you after your stag. <laughs> when we wake up in a fucking field in Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, we're so famous for being party animals. Um, two of us that like, the height of our, the, the most I do in a week is come upstairs to record this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, no, that, that's that's pretty much me on it. I I completely see where you're coming from in terms of like this is this isn't for everyone, and yeah, it, it is definitely nostalgia. Point. This this is not for me, and that's okay. Yeah, that's just like we said fine. last week. Don't stick with things if you don't like them. No, not everything needs to be for everyone, um, and I do not feel compelled to send death threats to anyone involved with the making of this. Yeah. So I'm going to drink my Pepsi Max <laughs> and enjoy literally the billions of hours of other content that is available to me. 
<laughs> it's fair. It's it's. Fair. <laughs> I, on the other hand, I'm gonna go send death threats to Michael Giacchino. No, I'm uh, no. Let me be clear. I am also gonna call for Kevin Feige's head. Oh, there we go. Then yeah. On a stick, so. I heard him and Kathleen Kennedy have already been fired, um, <laughs> just from our public outcry. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy has been fired like twelve times now. Oh yeah. So. Um, maybe one of them will stick. That was fun. Uh, Nathan, what I do at the start of these episodes, and I'll tell people if they've skipped forward, if they missed the beginning, blah, 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 whatever, uh, is I ask you a question. It could be a hypothetical. It could be a what if. It could be a yes or a no. It could be related to the topic we're talking about. It could not be. I ask you a question. I give you till the end of the recording where I will ask for your answer now, which I will do. But first, I'll repeat the question for anyone that missed it. Uh, I couldn't think of anything fresh and exciting to say. So it's it's mental wellness day. Check up on your homies. How are you, Nathan? I don't believe it's mental wellness day. No, it is, it is here though. Is it? Every day is mental wellness day. Uh, another happy oh, studios. I see what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Great. It is our top priority to ensure that the homies are up to are up to scratch. No, I'm I'm as happy as I could possibly be. <laughs> oh no! And he set vague parameters for what that could be. <laughs> we'll never know no, I I am doing good I will be honest earlier this year I did struggle and quite badly hmm. mentally alright not to get into too much detail but there was a point where I hit a low point yeah basically um, since then I have got a new job kind of I have moved into my own flat, um, and I am doing a lot better. Hey! On the up and up. I am a man who owns his own castle, in that I do not own it, and I pay rent to a landlord. (laughs) You are merely an occupier of a castle that is rented to you for... I I don't think you're getting fucked by the landlord. This is a pretty reasonable price. I am not getting fucked. This is... Look... All landlords are scum, alas, as we all know. But <laughs> is that no. one? I didn't know that was one. That's that's. I made that up on the top of my head. It's the, we're, <laughs> we're coining it, alas. Let's go. Alas. Wait, hang on. Isn't that just alas? No, because alas would be too. Oh, so we. No, alas is literally spelled alas. A l a s. What's we? When you say alas, what do you mean? Like oh, you but mean al- alas? But alas. But alas. Yeah. yeah, I see what you're saying. No, no. It's okay, no. <laughs> Because <laughs> this is all in capital. Oh, it's the so okay. Why, so yeah. it's therefore it's a lass. It's it's a lass. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Not a lass. It's a lass. Uh, much like a cab. Um, yeah. So yeah, a lass. As as we have said for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a pretty good price. It's, it's not a bad price. Yeah, you're getting it's pretty good rate. You're getting a good deal. How many bedrooms are we talking? Two bedrooms. Yeah. Oh, yes, I do. And I only need one. You do. So. You've got a little office set up then. Use the second I one. I do. Yes. Um, yeah, it's going well. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad we took this time to check in. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the seg- new segment where we brag about our rental <laughs> properties. What episode is this, Lawrence? What number episode is this? Uh, I believe this is 93. I will double check. 93, though. the year I was born. Not 93. There's another 19 in front of you. <laughs> you at the 93 <laughs> years since the dawn of time, Nathan <laughs> yes. was kicking about. Well, 
It's the 93rd we've recorded, but published, you'll find that Nathan accidentally deleted a WandaVision episode. You'll also find that Lawrence just straight up didn't edit one and didn't put it up. All right, we can, we can do this. We, go there, we can do we this can dance all night. All day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we've both equally, I think, lost some episodes along the way. <laughs> yeah, we've both had some faux pas along the way. But look, our official 100th episode is right around the corner, and I'm not going to say anything yeah but i will say i'm excited i'm excited too i think we have we have something planned we do have something planned it's we have something confirmed well actually we only have one thing confirmed as far as the plan for the episode we have no idea we don't know we don't know because it's not in our hands it's no it's in someone else's hands (laughs) i mean we could we could say no but I genuinely think whoever it is that is coming on for that episode could come on and say, Which, I want to review a plastic bag I got from the supermarket. And I would say, yes. absolutely. Miss. No, no. Bleep <laughs> that out. All right, I will, I will. <laughs> we're, we're not going to say it officially until we've recorded the episode. Yeah. Um, can you imagine if we recorded it and then like my mic wasn't on? <laughs> yeah. I, I think I, I think I, I think I would kill you. <laughs> it's spooky time next week. Um, get excited because it's, it's our time s- for our <laughs> annual tradition. <laughs> no, no, this decide- this will make it an annual tradition. Um, well, yes, I think we just officially decided it's an annual tradition last year. Yeah, but but this will cement yes. it in place. Yes. Uh, yeah. Next next week we're going to be doing this. Is that the best you can do? Because Billy and Stu were much more original. Ah! Two. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you rewatching the first one? Or are you going straight back in? Um, I think I will. I think yeah. I will too. Anyway, uh, if you enjoyed this, thank you for sticking uh, through and listening to the whole thing. Uh, if you enjoyed it, you can follow us on social media. We're at Another Happy Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, no, I'm gonna. It's mental wellness week. I'm not gonna say anything. Um, oh. It's mental. Well- uh, just by just by saying you're not gonna say anything. No, 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 no. Right, but for the for the audio listeners, <laughs> Nathan was giving me a look like, "Go on, then, do it." And I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna rise because okay, okay. he's the one that hasn't I've made any busy. TikToks. I've, oh, there it is. <laughs> I've been busy. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, you can also give us a review if your if your platform that you listen to this uh, has a little review capability. Drop us a five stars on there. Uh, if not, maybe just leave us a comment somewhere. Let us know that you're enjoying it. Let us know you're listening. Write a message on a piece of paper. Put it on a bottle. Throw it in the ocean. Eventually, it will get to us, and we'll give it a good read and have a little chuckle. Side story: When I was younger, I had a toy action figure, and the the name of said action figure was Green Goblin with glider. Uh, I once <laughs> threw him in the ocean in Spain um, because I heard that things you throw in the ocean will come back to you. I was devastated. You hear it here first, folks. Lawrence throws plastic no. <laughs> into the ocean. No. He is killing those turtles single-handedly. No. Cancel that man. How have we been recording for an hour and ten minutes? And I'd like um, to point out a good ten minutes at the start and a good probably twenty at the back end are not related <laughs> to what we're talking about. Yeah, probably not. We got a little carried away, but hey, that happens sometimes when you're having a conversation with friends. Especially when it's mental wellness week. <laughs> Fuck off. Join us <laughs> next week. Um we've already done that. Bye. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.